Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Praise the Most High Yah for you all joining us today live on uh, Facebook. Hallelujah. I will Zoom. Praise Yah, even today on YouTube. So praise the Most High for you all joining us. This is day 49 of uh, counting the Omer. So tomorrow or even tonight, when the sun says we will be in Shavuot, or what, or what, or what, or what they call um, Pentecost. Hallelujah. So praise Yah for that. Let me explain something to you. Um, these feasts, the biblical feasts that the Most High has ordained for us to do, they are very important. We have to understand that, that according to Jubilees chapter 6, uh, Shavuot was something that was um, celebrated in heaven. There was a covenant that was given to uh, Noah from Yah. He, how he said they celebrated in heaven. When Noah died, his son disregarded the covenant and they began to eat blood. So when the Most High calls us and calls our forefathers out of Mitzrayim and he reestablishes his covenant, he set things up that we are supposed to do. As a matter of fact, when you read in the, in the book of Acts, I think Acts 15, when the Gentiles of Goyim wanted to be coming to the, into the salvation, the laws that were given there were the five laws that the Most High had given Noah. Just not, not eat blood, not fornicate, don't eat things sacrificed to idols. So, so, so these feasts that we have, that we celebrate, are very important. They are essential. They are very essential. Just like water. You know, the human body goes 72 hours straight without water, it dies. If the human body goes uh, two weeks straight without food, it dies. If the human body goes without obeying the word of Yah, it dies. And the death for, they, for that death is eternal. And nobody wants to die eternally. You know, I don't want to be cast in the lake of fire. You know, people say, they don't want to go to hell. Well, let me explain something to you. Hell is going to be cast into the lake of fire. So it's, so, so, so it's, it's important that we really, really do the, the commands of the Most High Yah. That we obey His words. Now, of course, we may not have the ability to do these things on our own, but we have Him who can help us. He is an aid. He is a guide. He is a helper. He leads and guides us. It's all true. He shows us his ways. So we're going to get started into the word. Um, repent, connect, and understand part three. We're going to have a little more uh, scriptures coming in also just to express some things. So let's again start off with a, a word of prayer before we get started. Almighty God, we thank you for being our strength. We thank you for being our salvation. We praise your holy name for you are our strength. You are our salvation. You are everything that we need and we need you. Again, we ask you, God, to give us understanding. Help us to understand your word when it's being spoken to us. Help us to understand when you are speaking to us. Help us to be able to discern between good and evil, Yah, and not walk evilly, but help us to walk in righteousness and walk in light as you are in the light. Help us to be able to know your word, to know the truth, and be set free. As Yahushua had told the people, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And who the son of man or the son of Adam says free is free indeed. So Almighty Yah, we want to be free indeed. We pray for the twelve tribes of Yahshirah, Yah, that you begin to wake us all up, Yah. Help us to come into the knowledge of who we are. Come into the knowledge of who you are. Help us, Yah, not continue to look toward the government for change. Help us to turn toward you and look toward you, Yah. Things will not get better until we seek you, Yah. 
Your word says, even in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, Tashu will turn from their wicked ways, that you will hear from heaven and heal the land, y'all. You say, if you shut up heaven, there'll be no more rain. Well, y'all, we don't need heaven shut up. So my family and I, we turn toward you, y'all. And those who are with us, we turn to you, y'all. We surrender ourselves to you, y'all. We ask you to forgive us of our iniquities, our transgressions, y'all, our sin, y'all. Forgive us, y'all. And help us not be rebellious people, y'all. Help us not to be stiff-necked, y'all. We ask you to come and circumcise our hearts, y'all. Cut away the filth, y'all. The, the sin, the wickedness, y'all. And help us to know you. And to love on you. And to love your word and seek your word and seek your face. And Yahushua HaMashiach's name, y'all. Hallelujah. So I was he's our strength and our salvation. I know uh, we're dealing with um, repent, repentance. And uh, so I'm going to read. I'm going to read something, uh, Matthew four seventeen. But I'm going. To, I'm going to read a little. I'm going to talk a, a little bit. Well, I'm going to read a little bit before um, the seventeenth verse of Matthew four. Uh, we says four and one says, then Yahushua led led up of the ruach into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil or the adversary. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the son of Elohim, command these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahuwah. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of, of the temple and said unto him, If you are the son of Elohim, cast yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they, they shall bear you up, lest at any time you dash your foot against the stone. And Yahushua said unto him, It is written again, You shall not tempt Yahuwah Eloheha, Yahuwah Elohim. And again the devil took him up into, the, into the, an exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kings of the world and the glory of, of, and the glory of him, and said unto him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Yahuwah said unto him, Get you his Satan or adversary, for it is written, You shall worship Yahuwah Elohechai, Yahuwah Elohim, and him only shall you serve. Then the adversary, the devil, left him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Now, when Yahushua had heard that Yochanan was cast into prison, he departed from the Galil. After leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in, in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali. That is, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Yeshayahu, the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the yard of Galil of the other nations, the people which sat in darkness saw a great light. And to them, which sat in the in the region and shadow of death, light has sprung up. Now, verse seventeen says, "From that time, Yahushua began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.' Now, now, now he 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 had to go where he went in order for prophecy to be fulfilled. The people saw a great light, and when they saw that light, the light said, repent." When the light got their attention, the light told them to repent. 
The Hebrew word for repent is tashuva, to turn from to, to turn from your sins, to turn from something that's distracting you, and turn back to what's not distracting you, or turn back to Yah. So the Hebrew word for repent is tashuva. The Greek word for repent is melatinia. Repent or repentance means an afterthought or a change of mind. Amen. You know, uh, uh, it, it, uh, repentance corresponds to meaning to, A, number one, and it is used of repentance from sin or evil, except in uh, what the word repentance seems to mean, not simply a change of Isaac's mind, but such a change as will reverse the effects of his own previous state of mind. Repentance. Esau's birthright of bargain could not be recalled. It involved an irrevocable loss. Esau. But repent means to change your mind. To turn from something back to something. And I want to say this, that we need to repent. Amen. Yeah, we, as a matter of fact, as the children of Yasharal especially, we should live a lifestyle of repentance. If we continue to walk in sin repetitively, you know, and, and, and how dare you to walk in sin, know you're living in sin, and remain in sin as if nothing can happen to you if you stand in that state. Most high in peace with that. We have a light that was fulfilled by, listen, the Yahushua was tempted by the adversary. He was led by the Ruach into the wilderness to be tempted by the adversary. He had fasted 40 days, and after he was hungry, the adversary came to him when he was in a weakened state. When his, when, when his body was weak, and let me explain some time. Sometimes when your, when, your, when your body is weak, when your flesh is weak, sometimes it grabs the hold of your mind. Makes you not able to think properly. Right. Makes you make bad decisions because it puts you in a place of weariness. So the, the, the Mashiach was tempted in all points like we were, yet without sin. He was not only in a physical weakness, but he may have been in a point that his, that his spirit may have been weak. But when the adversary came to him, the word of Yah is what strengthened him. Not the bread. Right. So the adversary comes and said, listen here, if you are the son of Elohim, then cast these stones to bread. Well, Yahushua responded to the adversary from God's word, realizing the provision from the Most High. So he quoted back to him, or he used Deuteronomy 8. <clears throat> when, he, when, when he said that man shall not live by bread alone, because the Most High, because the Most High has spoken through Moshe to the children of Yasharal of how Yah guided them. Yah provided for them. He tested them, he humbled them, and he told them that man does not live from bread alone, but you, but, but, but you live by every way that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah, meaning that Yah is the one that sustains you. When you was in a position to not be able to, to provide for yourself, when you saw yourself hungry, when you saw yourself thirsty, the Most High provided a man who, or he provided manna. And not only did he provide manna, he also provided quail. And not only did he provide quail, he also provided a living water from a rock that followed him throughout the wilderness. So Yahushua, having an understanding of the provision of Yah, did not have to prove himself to the adversary. Even in his weakened state, it was the word of Yah 
that sustain him. So he says, man shall not live by bread alone. No, I ain't got to provide for myself. I am not the provider. I don't have to turn these stones to bread. If I'm hungry and my father, let me explain something to you. The most high sees your condition. So if I'm hungry, <clears throat> I need a little something to eat. I'm a little thirsty, a little parched. We have to understand that the Most High sees our condition, even if he feels as if he doesn't. You better understand, open your mouth or not, Yah sees you. And if you cry out to him, being his children, he responds to you. And so then, therefore, you do not have to take matters into your own hand, which will cause you to sin against Yah. But you can humble yourself when the adversary tries to tip you in your weakened state. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. And the adversary takes him up to the holy city and sends him on a pinnacle in the temple. So he takes him, he takes him to Jerusalem, to a top point of the temple. And the adversary tells him, well, look here, I'll tell you what. If you are the son of Elohim. Yeah. Then I tell you what you do. Cast yourself down. For it is written that he shall give his angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, unless at any time you dash your foot against the stone. What the adversary does now is take Yahushua to a holy place. Take your holy sin to the temple and, have, and the mindset of Yasharal or the Jews is that the most high spirit live inside that temple behind the holy of holies. And so the adversary calling himself, taking Yahushua to a holy place, tempts him by breaking the word of Yah out of context. He takes him to where the most high is supposed to dwell and brings the word out of context and tells him, jump down. For it's also written. He'll give his angels charge concerning you. Yahushua yeah, responds back to the adversary. Because listen, the adversary talking nasty to him. And he's not even calling Yahuwah his Elohim. He says, you're the son of God. You're the son of Elohim. Jump down. Yahuwah responds back. You shall not tempt Yahuwah Eloheikah. Yahuwah, your Elohim. Don't tempt him. Because the adversary tries to pull the word out of context to deceive Yahushim by causing him to commit suicide by saying, you know what? If you jump down his ring, he'll give his angels charge. You don't tempt Yah by trying to jump and see if he'll save you. That Psalm 91 is, 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 is in place to let you know you have protection from your adversaries. So if you're having a fall, not on, not on purpose to commit suicide, but if you're having a fall, it's outside of his purpose, and it's not for you to die, he'll protect you, sustain you, and guard you and guide you. Amen. Not for you to commit suicide. So at that point, Yahushua overcomes the adversary. He did. Now, in a holy place, in a holy temple, then the devil again took him to an the high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And the glory of them, and said to him, All these things will I give you if you fall down and worship me. Go ahead and fall down and worship me. Cry out to me, I'm going to bless you. Yahushua said unto him, Get behind me, get you hence, 
adversary, Satan. You shall worship Yahuwah, your Elohim. And him only shall you serve. And the adversary left him, and behold, the angels came to minister. So Yahushua withstood the adversary. He was tempted in all points as we were, yet without sin. He withstood the adversary. So when he stands on the plains of Zebulun, he comes on the plains of Zebulun, Naphtali, spotless. He stands up there, and now he fulfills the prophecy that was spoken after he had overcome the adversary. Verse 15 says this, a prophecy spoken by Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the, by, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galil, of the other nations, the people sat in darkness. They said the people were sat in, in chaos. The people were sat in, in darkness. The people were sat in falsehood. The people who sat in darkness saw a great light. And to them which sat in the region of in the shadow of death, light is sprung up. So after the, the Mashiach, Hamashiach, had, had overcome the adversary by being tempted, after proving that Yah sustains, after proving that we don't tempt Yah with evil, and after proving that Yah is a sustainer of life and the only one that we worship, he overcome the adversary. So when he presented himself to people who are in the darkness, he, he, he presents himself as a light. He presents himself to people who are in darkness, in chaos, as himself being illumination, enlightenment, and being truth. He comes and fulfills the prophecy, and he stands in the place of Zebulon, and he says, Tashuba, turn, repent, for the kingdom of Elohim is at hand. Because now you have a way out. Now you have strength. Now you have somebody who overcame the adversary. When you're weak, you can rely upon Yah now. When you're being tempted, you can rely upon Yah. When you want to worship something else, you can rely upon the Most High. You do not have to give in to the lust of your flesh, to the lust of your eyes, or, or, or the pride of life, but you can stand firm on the word of Yah, and He'll guide you, He'll lead you, but you have to Teshuvah. You got to turn from your sins back to Yah. You got to. There's no other way around it. In humankind, we must repent. Uh, the, 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 the Talmudim preached the gospel uh, to, to, to people when they told them in Luke 3.19. says, therefore repent, Teshuvah, turn to Yah so that your sins may be erased. 2 Peter 3.9 says, the, the Adonai is, is, is not slow in keeping his promises. Yahuwah is not slow in keeping his promises as some people think of slowness. But on the contrary, he is patient with you. For it is not his purpose that anyone should be destroyed, but that everyone should turn from his sins. So if you're dibbling and dabbling, and you think it's too late for you, let me explain to you and say to you clearly, it's not too late. It's not at all too late. No, 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 you have opportunity to turn to Teshuva, to turn from your sins back to the Most High Yah. And we, we just read Matthew 4, 17, Acts 17 and 30, but you all who want to say, you know what, well, I don't know. 
Well, I didn't know. I don't understand. Well, let me tell you, that is no longer a valid excuse for you to use. You need to start knowing. No, no, it's time not to live in tradition. It's time not to live in religion. It's time out to live in ignorance. Acts 17.30 says, In the past, Yahuwah overlooked such ignorance. But now he has commanded all people everywhere to turn to him from their sins. Acts 11.18 says, On hearing these things, they stopped, they stopped objecting and began to praise Yah, saying, This means that the Yahuwah has been able to go in as well to Teshuvah and have life. So every individual can turn from their sins. You can turn back to Yah. You can turn and live a holy and righteous life. We must repent. We must Teshuvah. Hallelujah. If you have your if you have your Bible, if you have your Bibles, we're gonna to turn to John. Oh, snap. Excuse me. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Drop my Bible on the floor. Pray for me. That hurt my feelings. So we'll turn to John 3. We'll turn to John 3. Well, to see something, Nicodemus or Nicodemus had come to Yahushua by night and began to talk to him about um, knowing that he's a teacher that has come from Yah because no one can do what he does unless, excuse me, unless, excuse me, unless Elohim is with him. Yahushua begins to talk about being born again of the water and the spirit and having trust. But then when you come to verse 17, well, I'm going to start at verse 16. He said, For Elohim so loved the world that he gave his Yahid, or he gave his dearly beloved son. Because that's what, that's what that means. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but, that everla but have everlasting life. For Elohim sent not his Yahid, his dearly beloved son, into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him may be saved or might be saved. He that believes on him is not condemned. He that believes in, on who? The dearly beloved son. Is not condemned. But he that believes not is condemned already. If you don't believe, you're, you're in trouble. Believe me. Let me tell you, you can laugh at me, mock me, jeer me, say all kind of evil insults against me, but I promise you one day in the by and by, we both going to see who is right when it comes to the word of God. Yahushua Hamashiach is the son of the living Elohim. And we have a responsibility, especially in Yasharal first, to turn from our sins back to Yah. And those Gentiles who are grafted into the covenant promises, turn from their sins into Yah. And you will have life. If you don't believe that, laugh, talk nasty, talk crazy, talk mean. Do your thing. But I promise you one day you will see the truth because it's going to come to pass in your face. Hallelujah. So now anyway, but he because he has but he that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the Yahid of Elohim or the dearly beloved son of Elohim. Here it is, verse 19. And this is the condemnation. The light is coming to the world. Who is the light? Yahushua. It's the light. He is coming to the world. The truth is coming to the world. He's the truth, right? I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
the way I can come to the Father except through him. So the way, the truth, and the light has come to the world. And men love darkness, falsehood, lies, shit, rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. That's the judgment. For everyone who, that does evil hates the light. Neither comes to the light. Lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that does truth comes to the light. That his deeds may be made manifest. That they are raw in Elohim. So we have a responsibility you all to Tashuva. Come out of darkness into this marvelous light. Repent. Turn from your sins back to Yah. The adversary is overcome. He is defeated. And you have a strengthener who helps you to overcome now, which is the rule of death that has been given to us from the Father. Those who are of us who receive Yahushua as a Hamashiach who has reconciled us back to Yah. So now we're sealed into this renewed covenant and the Ruach HaKodesh is the seal of this renewed covenant. So once we Teshuvah and turn back from our sins to Yah, we can connect with Yah. We can connect with Him. Abide in Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to John 15. The word connect in the Greek means dabach. In the Hebrew means lava. The meaning means to cleave, follow hard, to overtake, to stick to, to keep fast, to be together, to abide, to close, to join, to pursue, to take when you connect with him. To join in, to lend, to borrow, to borrow, to abide, to cleave, lender, lender. But we want, we want to hit the little thing to abide. Read John 15, beginning at verse 1. I am the true vine. I am the, the true vine. Go ahead, I'm sorry. My father is the husbandman. Mm -hmm. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And right. Every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Push pause. I am the true vine. And my father is the what? Husbandman. And who are we? The branches. The vine is the one that produces the life. The husbandman is, is the one that, first of all, plants the vine. The husbandman is the one that nourishes the vine, that sustains the vine, that gives the vine everything that it needs in order to live, right? The branches are the ones that receive their life source from the vine. Right? Continue to read. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. We are clean through the words he has spoken. Why? That every branch of him that does not, that bears not fruit, what? He takes it Why? Because you are dead branch. You have no life in you. You are not receiving from the source. Something on the inside of you has cut your connection from the vine. Therefore, you are now no longer worth anything. You, therefore, you are dying. So do not be the branch that's not producing fruit. Don't be the branch that's not producing love, joy, temperance, meekness, patience, goodness, gentleness, long-suffering. Don't be that branch that's not producing 
those things. Because if you don't produce those things, what does the, the father do? He cuts you off. Who cuts you off? The father. When you're not being producing what Yahushua is trying to give you to produce. So you have to connect. Continue to read. Abide in me and in you as the branch. <clears throat> abide in me and in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can you accept ye, no more can you accept you abide in me. So you, if you want to say the, the Greek word, then the Bach. If you want to say the, the, the Hebrew word, then the Vah. However you want to say it. You want to get deep, technical, homiletics, homiletics, whatever you want to try to use to be deep, if you don't abide, then you have no life. He said what? Said again, abide in me what? Abide in me. Abide in me. And in you. And in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except ye abide in the vine, no more can you, except you abide in me. So you cannot bear fruit of yourself unless you connect to the vine. You can't, you can't. You gotta, you gotta have your connection. So after you teshuva, after you turn from your sins, after you turn from those things that are not right, what do you have to do? You have to connect to the vine. Go ahead, son. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Pause. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you abide in me, you bring how much fruit? Much. Much fruit. Not, not, not two, three, two, three little fruit. Not a little small amount of fruit. But you bring much fruit. Quantity. You produce by being connected to the vine. Read. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth and withered. Then the men gather them and throw them to where? The fire. And they are burned. So if you are not connected to the vine, then we understand where your destination is. Gehenna. That should bring fear. That should have made tears crawl down your spine. Just having the thought of not being connected to the vine. Why would you want to put yourself in that position, man? Why would you, woman, want to put yourself in that position? To do things that's not connected to the vine. To do things that you know that you should not do. Listen. It's time out for playing silly games concerning living from the Most High Yah. You woke, you say you woke, then get your butt in the vine. Quit speaking hate. Quit talking crazy to each other and other people. Put your, put, put your mind on the Most High Yah so that you can produce what He needs for you to produce so you can have life on the inside of you. One thing that I know about a physical fruit is people eat fruit. People like tomatoes. That's a fruit. People like apples and oranges. They like bananas. They like grapes. Those things give them nutrients. Those things have preservatives. Those things have vitamins. Those things have things on the inside of you that make your body function properly. 
Those things have, those things preserve. So now, if a natural fruit sustains you and gives you life, how much more the spiritual fruit sustains you and gives you life? And love, temperance, yeah. trust, those things should also sustain you, give you life. Yeah. And when you don't have those things, it is because you are not connected to the source that those things come from. You are not connected to the vine. Therefore, men gather you up and cast you into the fire. Read. If you abide in me, mm -hmm. my words abide in you. Mm -hmm. You shall ask what you will, and it should be, and it should be done unto you. If you abide in me, and my word abides in you. You can ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Let me let me say something about that. I remember when I was not in the truth, and I would always wonder why my prayers were, were not being answered at times. Because I wasn't abiding in him. I was doing my own thing, and then when, when truth was presented to me, I would reject, so I was not connected. The Most High will speak to us through people, through his word. Hey, honor the Sabbath. Well, he knows my heart and we wouldn't honor the Sabbath. See, we have to understand something. That we have to do Yah's will. We got to connect with him. We cannot do things on our own because on your own you are actually dead. No vine Produced the only, the only rod that budded was Aaron's rod and produced almonds. Why? Because it had a source. It was being used by the Most High Yah. Stand alone. But you cannot stand alone. You have to have the vine. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't stand by yourself. You have to have the vine. Amen. Hallelujah. I had a reader read. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Hallelujah. So the Father is glorified that you bear what? Fruit. Much fruit. Y'all gets glory by you being connected to the vine. And you produce fruit. So once you connect to the vine and you pray and you seek his kingdom, he responds to your prayers. If you want to if you want to if you want to ask the question, why are my prayers being hindered? Why are my prayers not being answered? Then ask yourself, am I connected to the source? Am I connected to the vine? Examine your fruit. Do you have the fruit that's produced by you being connected to the source, or do you have an opposite view? Do you continue to keep getting attitudes? Always mad. Want to stay bound in your religion, your tradition, your, 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 your disobedient ways. Do you? Because then maybe that's why your prayer is not being answered. Because the most highest word is true. I have lived a life that my prayers were not answered, and I'm telling you now, I was in, in straight disobedience. Was not doing what I was supposed to be doing when it came to his word. And then when he prodded me, pricked me. I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to listen. Even when it came to my identity. 
That was hard to accept. Because I was so long caught up in other things. Even when it came to these religious holidays or these pagan, uh, idolatrous holidays, I don't want to give them up because I like decking the halls with vows of Holland. La 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 la. La 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 la. When I know that it was a sin and it was wrong. But when I finally came to the truth and wanted to walk in righteousness and in holiness, then guess what happened? I began to see things take place in my life. And I'm not talking about prosperity, getting money. That's, that should be the least of your concerns. The first concern you should have is being right with the Father. Living right before Him. And get this bondage off of you by living in line with His Word and His ways. And when I begin to line myself up with His help by the rule of HaKodesh, I begin to see things begin to get better in, in my life. And I'm telling you that if you line yourself up with him, get in his word, get in his will, do his purpose, yield yourself, surrender yourself to him, then guess what? Things will line up in your life once you are connected to the vine. Yes, there is a cutting back that takes place. There is a pruning that has to take place in your life. And I know that might be sound tough, but that's the only way you can grow. That's the only way you can go without being lopsided. That's the only way you're going to produce valuable fruit. That's the only way that you're not going to die is if you allow the Most High Yah to cut you back so that you can produce fruit. So we got to connect to the vine. And once we connect to the vine, then it's important for us to get an understanding. Hallelujah. Understanding, what does that mean? It means understanding is a physiological process related to an abstract or physical object, such as a person, situation, or message, whereby one is able to think about it and use concepts to deal adequately with that object. And understanding is the limit of a, is a conceptualization now. To understand something is to have conceptualized it to a given measure. Understanding is the association of the relationship between implications, conceptualized, and another's. Yahushua says in Matthew 13, 19, whoever hears the message about the kingdom but doesn't understand it, it's like the seed sown along the path. The evil one comes and seizes what was sown in his heart. When we begin to teach this message, Matthew 4, 17, uh, uh, Matthew 4, when Yahushua was teaching about the adversary, he had an understanding of the kingdom. He had an understanding of the Most High Yah. He had an understanding that man should not live by bread alone. He had an understanding that we are not to tip Yah. He had an understanding that Yahuwah is the only one that we worship. So the adversary was not able to steal the word from him. He had an understanding of the word of Yah. So he was tempted. Or when he had persecution, he wasn't offended. He had an understanding of the word of Yah so good that he was not deceived by the deceitfulness of riches and become unfruitful. As a matter of fact, when he went to the temple one day, when he saw them in there changing money, 
He kicked over tables and whooped some butt. Not everybody out there said my house should be a house of prayer. You have made it to a den of thieves. See, he had to understand that he wasn't caught up and deceived like that. He had to understand that when he was persecuted, that he was able to stand and do the word of Yah. As a matter of fact, in the parable of the good ground, it said that those who hear the word of Yah and they receive it gladly and they understand it. So that they, they connect. Why? How do we know that they, they connect? Because they are able to produce fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some even 100 fold. So when you have an understanding of the word of Yah, oh man, how can your life, how your life can be fruitful? Psalms 1 11, 10 says this. The first and foremost point of wisdom is to fear Yahuwah. All those living by your gain, good common sense, good understanding. His praise stands forever. So, so it's, it, it, it says the first and foremost point of wisdom is to fear of Yah. Right? All those living by your Gain good common sense. Or, 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 or let me say it like this. Wisdom. That's the principal thing. And I live by principles. And you should too. Wisdom. It's the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And all I get things. Get understanding. Deuteronomy 32 28 says this. They are a nation without understanding. Without common sense. Utterly lacking in discernment. This is y'all talking to Moshe now. About Yasharal. Don't be a person without understanding. Amen. A person without common sense. Don't be a person that does not lacking, that's lacking discernment. For, for as I said again, when you hear the word of Yah. You think about it. You study it out. You seek it out. You seek him out. You pray about it. And he'll, he'll reveal his word to you. He'll give you life. The Most High knows how important his word is. And let me explain something to you. If the Most High knows how important his word is, you better understand the adversary knows how important his word is. And the thief doesn't come but to do what? Steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Yahushua says, I am come that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. So it's important that we get a clear understanding of the word of Elohim. It's important that we wake up and quit sleeping. Live a holy and righteous life. It's important that we keep these feasts. Today is day 49 of, uh, of counting the Omer for us. And we're going to celebrate Shavuot because, because the Most High celebrated Shavuot. We got a lot of things going on in the world today. And man, you better get yourself together and make sure you put your trust in the Most High God. Don't be deceived by the adversary. Don't be deceived by the media. Don't be deceived by your circumstances. Yeah, things are happening, but we still put our trust in Yah. The word says that those who are led by Yah's spirit are what? His sons. 
So don't be led by your flesh. Don't be led. Give me a hand. Don't, don't be led by your flesh and don't be led by your own spirit. But be led by the spirit of Elohim. I need to give me a bigger podium. Hebrews 4 and 12. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. It says, For the word of Elohim is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing the thunder of soul and the ruach, spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intentions of one's heart, their mind. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to give account. Seeing then that we are that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Yahushua, the son of Elohim, the Yahi, the dearly beloved son of Elohim. Let us hold fast to our profession. For we have, for we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So we have Yahushua, who was tempted by the adversary. And because of him, we can find Hesed. We can find Yah's loving kindness. If we would come bold into the throne of grace. He overcame the adversary. You can overcome the adversary. There was a promise given to us from Yah. Of the Ruach HaKodesh, of this renewed covenant. When you see men who had come to Jerusalem 50 days after Hamashiach had been crucified and resurrected, and it was about nine in the morning, and they appeared to the, the Talmudin of Yahushua, clover tongues of fire as a rushing wind entered into the room. And they began to speak amazing things. That Yahuwah had done, and the people from all these nations under the heaven heard them. And they were confused and amazed. But they understood what was going on. And after Kepha, Shimon Kepha, Simon Peter, had stood up, and after he had got finished preaching, he had said, This promise is for you and your children. That promise is still in effect to this day. That you have an opportunity. Why? Because you can hear me, you can see me, you can still breathe out of your nose. So you have an opportunity to turn from your sins. To connect with God and get an understanding. You have an opportunity to receive this Ruach HaKodesh. You still have an opportunity to be immersed in water if you're not. And walk into these promises that Yah has for us. 
Tomorrow's the 50th day we receive the Ruach HaKodesh, Shavuot. And I'm excited about it. Praise Yah for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And which we have the opportunity. You all let me explain. Y'all's patterns have not changed. Right. Ours have. Mm -hmm. So get out of your own ways. Quit leaning to your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Quit walking contrary to Yah's word and line yourself back up. The light has come into the world, you all, and we can receive him. Get rid of the old leaven and receive the matzah. But you are matzah. Hallelujah. Yah, we thank you for your compassion and your mercy. Thank you for your word. Thank you for being our strength. Yah, help us to walk in holiness and in righteousness and in truth. Help us, Yah, to have an understanding of your word so we can walk in wisdom. Yah, we need you and we praise you. We magnify you for you are our strength. You are everything that we need. And Yah, we can't make it without you. We can't do nothing without you. We can't even think properly without you. Nothing is done on our own ability. Everything is done by you. The very breath that we breathe is given from you. And we know this. Help us never to get beside ourselves as Nebuchadnezzar had done. Thinking that he accomplished what he accomplished. And then all of a sudden, his mind was snatched from him for seven seasons. He looked up seven seasons later and called you the most high God. As he was naked with long hair and fingernails like birds that claws in the field in the grass. Help us not be like that. Help us to understand that it is you. Help us to walk in humility and not be self-righteous. Help us be true leaders and walk in dignity and not be hypocritical, not be self-centered. Help us to live according to your purpose and according to your word and according to your ways and not out of our own abilities. Almighty God, we thank you and we glorify you. We praise you for being our strength. And Yahushua Hamashiach's name. Hallelujah. Shalom. Shalom.